Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Not everybody is going to be able to take the same vehicle to the same outcome. Straight all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? Personal initiative? That's the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how you turn your desires into obsessions. In other words, how can you light that fire within yourself to have that burning desire that Napoleon Hill talks about in Thinking Grow Rich? How can you create that? Is there a way that you can actually do this manually. It's not something that just falls on your head and no drops on your head and all of a sudden now you're activated. But is there a way that you can kind of manufacture this kind of energy in your life? I'm glad you asked that question because the answer is yes, you can. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it here in today's masterclass. Before I do that, let me tell you about it. I send out a motivational text message. It might be daily, might be weekly, but know that it's coming to your phone at some point. It's going to come from my number, so you know it's me. That is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. If you would like to receive that message at whatever frequency I'm sending it out, and the only reason I'm not telling you the exact frequency right now is because I'm watching right now, and I'm recording this in the month of September. By the time you hear this, it's probably October, but I'm watching right now what the cost is. We're sending these messages out every single day, and they start charging us for every single moment we send. So I got to see. I might keep sending it daily. I might just start sending it weekly. But either way, you'll be getting it. If you want to get that message, just text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Whenever I send that message out, however frequently it is, it will be consistent. So if it's once a week, it'll be once a week. If it's every day, it'll be every day. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be the same every time. If you want to get that message, just text me at that number and you'll be getting that message. And a bonus to that is you can actually respond to any one of those messages and you'll be texting with yours truly because I do actually respond to all my texts. Sometimes people think that I have somebody else responding to the text. That is actually me who is texting you back. So with that said, I was getting to the topic, which is how to turn your desires into obsessions. Definition of desire is 
a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. That's what a desire is, strongly wanting or wishing for something. Now, what's an obsession? An obsession is to preoccupy or fill the mind continually, intrusively, and to a troubling extent. Now, troubling extent, this is a very relative term, but that's what it says in the dictionary, so we're going to go with it. I'm going to offer you the disclaimer here. Actually, before I even get to the disclaimer, what we're going to talk about is how to turn that strong desire of wanting something or that feeling of wanting something into where your mind is preoccupied with the idea of something. Your mind is filled with the thought of one thing all the time, continually, intrusively, even to the extent that other people think it might be an issue that you're thinking about this thing a little bit too much. Now, some of you might think when you hear that phrase troubling extent, well, Dre, I don't know if I want to be have a troubling extent of thought about a certain thing. Well, let me ask you, what is it something that you really want in your life? Now, if you could be obsessed with that to the point that your mind is filled with it and that's all you're thinking about, do you think, let me just ask, this is just a hypothetical question here. Do you think you might get to it a lot faster and you increase your chances of achieving it if you thought about something on that level that you actually wanted? Do you think it might help you get there a little bit faster, a little bit sooner, and maybe a lot stronger than on the path than the path that you're on right now? I think so. So understand when I say turn desire into obsession, this does not mean every single thing in your life. You can't be preoccupied with a bunch of things at the same time. Human brain can only focus on one thing at a time. So what is going to be that thing you would obsess yourself over? So the disclaimer that I'm going to offer here before we even get into this is you can't turn any desire into an obsession. You got to find the right combination because this goes back to what I talked about in the 12 work on your game commandments episodes that this is the right vehicle commandment. There's a commandment I call the right vehicle, meaning not everybody is going to be able to take the same vehicle to the same outcome. All right. Some of us are going to do it in sports. Some of us do it in business. Some of us do it in real estate. Some people do it in finance. Some people do it in personal development. Some of you do it in fitness. Some of you do it in retail. Some of you do it in e-com. So some of you do it in tech that we're not all going to take the same vehicle to the destination of success. We're all going to get there. I mean, as long as you stay close to what I'm sharing with you on this show, you'll get to success. But we're not all going to take the same train to get there. All right. So you got to choose the right vehicle for yourself that matches with your makeup, your wiring as a human being combined with your skills. Then you turn those desires into an obsession. And that's where you create the success. All right, everybody follow me here. So you got to find the right vehicle to get obsessed with. All right, don't try to make yourself obsessed with something that is just not the right makeup, not the right match, rather, between your skill set, your mindset, and the thing. And you're trying to manufacture obsession. You don't have to manufacture it in that way if it's not the right match. This is something that, you know, coming from my background, for those of you who are not that familiar, my background is in professional sports. I played basketball professionally for nearly a decade. And I would put these videos on YouTube. So a lot of young ball players and up and coming players who wanted to be pro basketball players like I was would reach out to me and I'd hear their messages and read their messages. And a lot of them thought that they wanted to be professional athletes. And we know, all of us know, any of us adults, we know that young kids, when they're coming up, they look at TV and I guess nowadays the internet. And what do we see? We see athletes and entertainers and everybody wants to be an athlete and entertainer. You ask a seven-year-old kid what they want to be. Often it's something around an athlete or an entertainer, or the other option is usually what they see their parents doing, but often it's athlete or entertainer. And we know also, if you come from the black community, black and brown communities, that we disproportionately have young people who think they need to become an athlete or entertainer because they don't get seen enough. They don't get shown enough examples of there's a way to be successful outside of doing only that. And I'm bringing all that up to say that just because that's what you see and that's maybe what you have told yourself does not necessarily mean it's the right vehicle for you. Now, if you're five feet, seven inches tall, your vehicle is probably not going to be basketball. 
Now, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No, it's not. And this is something that sometimes people try to tell people this and a conversation goes in the wrong directions for the wrong reasons. That's not what today's topic is. The whole point is you got to choose the right vehicle. Okay. So not all of us are going to get obsessed with the same things. All right. This is the point that I'm making here. I have a desire, for example, desire to travel and see the world, but I'm not obsessed with traveling and seeing the world. Okay. I'm content being right here in South Florida. Miami is what's the weather here today? I'm looking at my weather app. It's 89 degrees right now in South Florida today. And I'm looking at the map. Man, I'm looking at the weather app. And you can see this. If, you can, if you're looking at this on video, you see this? The next 10 days in Miami, 90, 90, 89, 89, 88, 87, 88, 88, 88, 88. All right, I'm good with that. All right, I don't need to go anywhere. I'm good right here. Right, so I don't have an obsession with traveling the world. But some of you do have an obsession with traveling the world based on where you are and the type of person that you are. So I desire for something. But desiring something doesn't mean you want to actually do it because you're not obsessed with it. And to really, really guarantee that you're going to achieve something, you need to turn it into a, an obsession. But not everything can be an obsession. So you got to choose here. Uh, you got to choose wisely. OK, so now let's get into the points. Point number one topic, once again, is how to turn your desires into obsessions. First thing you must do to turn a desire into an obsession is you must make that desire your dominant thought. In other words, it needs to be the main thing that you're thinking about more than anything else. It needs to dominate your mind. Napoleon Hill calls this the definite chief aim. Remember that the human brain is the most powerful tool known to man. It's stronger than any kind of weaponry or machinery. Anything that the military can create is stronger than the engine in an airplane. It's stronger than the whatever kind of V12 you got in your luxury vehicle. The human brain is the most powerful tool known to man. And let me prove it to you. When you give your brain a job, it always 100% of the time delivers on the job that you give it. This is a very important point. If you really understand what I'm saying here, and I'm going to explain exactly what I'm saying so you get it, because some of you might be wondering right now, Dre, how is that possible that the human brain delivers on every job? Because you are saying to yourself right now, and you're kind of saying it to me, Dre, I've been thinking about achieving certain things for years, but I have not yet achieved the outcome. So what are you talking about? The human brain delivers on anything that you say. All right, let me explain it to you. Let me explain to you where maybe you've been going wrong and thinking about that thing, which is why it hasn't delivered for you the way that I just told you that it does. Let me explain it. You have not yet conditioned yourself to only think about the things that you want while at the same time blocking out the things that you don't want. This is why you might have been thinking about achieving a certain outcome. Let's say let's keep it simple, something that everyone understands with not necessarily agrees. But everybody can understand. Maybe you may want to make a certain amount of money. Right. And you haven't made it yet. All right. And in America, everybody's trying to make a certain amount of money. Right? And we need money. Uh, it's not a bad thing. You've been thinking about making this X amount of dollars for years, but you have not yet reached X amount of dollars. So when I just said the human brain will deliver on any job you give it, you say you're calling bullshit on me, Dre. That's not true because I've been thinking about this money for years and I ain't got it yet. All right, let me tell you why I'm right. And let me explain to you how you can actually put this to work in the right way because you haven't done it quite yet. When you condition yourself, when I say condition yourself to think only about the things you want and block out the things that you don't want, all right, there are no exceptions to this rule. There are no exceptions. Okay. Just because I said the brain is the most powerful tool, that does not mean, please listen very carefully to what I'm saying to you. That does not mean that it only responds to the stuff that you want it to respond to. Meaning, if you go through the day today, let's just talk about today. Let's talk about your last 24 hours if it's early in the morning for some of you. All right, your day might have just started. Let's say you think 100 thoughts about things that you want over the last 24 hours. You thought 100 thoughts about things you wanted for the last 24 hours. And you also thought 50 thoughts of things that you didn't want. 
understand that the human brain did not just pick out the hundred good stuff and leave out the 50 bad things. It takes into account all of the things that you think. Every single thing that you think is being taken into account. So, and I also said this in my book, Work On Your Game, it takes 17 positive thoughts to cancel out one negative thought. So let's do the math on that, folks. 50 negative thoughts, 100 positive thoughts. You say, well, Dre, it's more positive than negative. Doesn't that mean I'm still in the black? No, it does not, because I just gave you the math. 50 times 17 is 850 to your 100 positive thoughts. Oh, so you're in the red. This is why you cannot afford negative thinking, people. And let me give you the episode where I explain this process more so that you can put this to work for you, because that's not even what today's topic is. But it's episode 2023, 2023. It's called The Life-Changing 48-Hour Experiment. If you have not listened to this episode, this is one of the most important episodes ever been recorded on this show, episode 2023, The Life-Changing 48-Hour Experiment. You need to listen to it if you haven't yet. And I guarantee you, if you listen to it once, you're going to want to listen to it twice. You should probably listen to this episode like once a week. So what all this means is when you think about the negative things that you don't want and you think about situations that you're not happy about, even if you're replaying some old stuff in your mind, the human brain, your brain, will respond to those things just as strongly as it does to the positive things you think about. So here's what you got to do. You must be vigilant, conscious, and intentional, two of my favorite words, about what you are thinking. And here's why that's a challenge. Because 85% of your thoughts are habitual and unconscious. Meaning 85% of the time, your thoughts are things that just unconsciously, meaning you don't tell yourself to think it, but you think it. They come up in your mind and it's habitual, meaning they happen over and over and over and over again without you even thinking about it. What I'm telling you to do is become conscious and intentional, meaning you choose your thoughts and you choose them with intention. This is work. All right. That's why when I explained that the brain does whatever you tell it to do and you say, well, how is that? Because I've been thinking about this, but I haven't gotten it yet is because you've been thinking about other things, too. You left that part out. See, you get rid of the negative stuff that you don't want. Here's the point. Let me put this in simple terms as possible. All right. And listen to episode 2023 so you can get the full context on this because that's not even today's topic. But sometimes when I get on a thread and I got to go into it so people understand. If you can train yourself and this requires training, it requires conditioning, it requires consciousness and intentionality, folks. If you can condition yourself to only think about the things that you want and do not think about anything that you don't want, it will change your life. That's why I recorded episode 2023, a life-changing 48-hour experiment. And yes, the turnaround happens that fast. 48 hours. You might be thinking it can't be that simple. All right, here's my challenge to your point. Try it for 48 hours and tell me how quickly you failed because I never had anybody do this and succeed the first time they tried it. But you tell me, somebody proved me wrong. Okay, so you had to do something to make this work for you, to make something your dominant thought. You had to do something that does not come natural to human beings which is you got to get conscious about everything you're thinking. Most of our thoughts are not conscious. You got to get conscious about it. this is mental work. This is hard work. Or your brain's going to be sweating because you're thinking about what you're thinking. Usually we don't think about what we think. It's not as easy as it sounds. And this is why many people are unable to pull this off. They're able, but they just don't do it. It's not impossible. If you ever found yourself spending your days working on something, studying a topic, focusing on an issue, You'll notice that your brain becomes preoccupied with that thing. If you think about one thing a whole lot, your brain will become preoccupied with it. This is something you could do on purpose. If any of you, for example, let me think of an example. Any of you ever gone to a conference where the conference materials is like all day? So the conference starts at like eight in the morning and you're in there and learning and taking notes and talking to people and you no know, masterminding till like seven o'clock at night. You're there all day at that conference. 
at the end of the night, when you're eating dinner or even dreaming and sleeping at night, what are you thinking about? Your brain's going to be delivering to you stuff that's around whatever it is that subject you were hearing about from the stage all day. I know this to be true because it's happened to me and I know it's happened to you. If you ever been to an event like that where you're immersed in something and that's all you're thinking about, that's all your brain can think about because that's all you're giving it to work on. It doesn't have space to think about anything else. So what I'm telling you is, no, you don't need to go to a conference every day. What you need to do is immerse your mind in the thoughts and energies that you want it to have on purpose and your brain will start delivering in kind. This is a scientific fact. And some of you might be wondering, Dre, why have I never heard about this before? Because you weren't listening to the Work On Your Game Masterclass before. Now, you didn't listen to episode 2023 before, but this is 100% fact. You try it and you tell me. If I'm wrong, you let me know. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to turn your desires into obsessions. Point number two. You must find a desire to attach yourself to emotionally. It cannot just be logical. It must be emotional very difficult to turn a desire into an obsession if you don't have an emotional attachment behind it. In other words, what you need is a strong reason to want to do something other than the logical reason that you want it. So you could logically want to make more money twice of what you're making right now, but you need an emotional reason why you have that logical desire. And here's why. No matter how strong your desire or obsession is not going to be easy to achieve. You want to make twice as much as you're making right now, it's not going to be easy. Now, I don't care how much that is. You're making 500 grand right now. You want to make a million. It's not going to be easy. If you're making 50,000 right now, you want to make 100,000. It's not going to be easy for you, relatively speaking. So in this process of you doubling your income, just this is just an example. You're going to face challenging periods of time. There are going to be times when most people in your situation, when they face what you're going to face in your process of doing this, they're going to want to quit, even though they have a desire like you. They're going to want to quit. My question is, what's going to keep you going in the moments where most people will quit? The answer is whatever your emotional reason is for achieving your outcome. That's what's going to push you through the hard moments or what we call the third days that are inevitable in your process. If you have not read my book, The Third Day, The Decision that Separates the Pros from the Amateurs, you get it by going to thirddaybook.com. The book is free. All we ask is that you cover the shipping. And that is, this is the key. You need this emotional piece to go with the logical part. You need both pieces together. And the third day is inevitable in any process. Anything you want to achieve in life, you want to go through the third day. I call it the third day, but it could be called the third days with an S on the end because you're going to go through a bunch of these. It doesn't happen just one time. I told you the story many times on this show. I told you my background is in professional sports, but I came out of a division three school that does not produce professional athletes. Hasn't produced one since me, didn't produce one before me. And when I wanted to go, I wanted to play pro bell coming out of that school. That was a logical desire. I want to play professional basketball. That's a logical desire. A lot of people have that desire and most of them don't achieve it. The emotional driver behind my desire was the fact that I wanted to prove my college coach, my last college coach, I wanted to prove my parents wrong for what a story I had crafted in my mind that didn't necessarily have to be true, that they weren't on board with my goals, with what I wanted to achieve. All right, that's the story that I crafted in my mind. I attached myself, I anchored that story to myself emotionally or anchored myself emotionally to that story combined with my logical desire. It became an obsession. And that's the reason why I was able to achieve it, combined with the fact that I had the actual tools to do it. Whether the story was true or not didn't matter. All that matters is that it activated me emotionally and I needed that emotional piece to go with the logical desire in order to make it a real thing. You need the same thing for whatever you want to achieve. It can't just be logical. There must be some emotional attachment to it. You just need to figure out what it is. Simple way to do this is just ask yourself the question, why five times or more? And you will come up with an emotional reason. In other words, when you come up with a logical thing that you want to achieve, ask yourself, why do I want that? You're going to come up with an answer. Ask yourself again. Then again, 
you're going to come with another answer. Then ask why again. You get another answer. Ask why again. Keep asking why. Ask yourself why at least five times and more if you need to. Eventually, you're going to come to an emotional reason that is not just logical. Okay, everybody follow me so far. All right, point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to turn your desires into obsessions. You must create or plug into a system that puts you in front of or puts your desire in front of you continually. Let me say that the most important phrase in this sentence, create or plug into a system. Let me say it again. Create or plug into a system. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back who are not listening, who are going to misconstrue everything that I've said here today because you missed this one part. Let me say it one more time. Create or plug into a system. Okay, does it sound exactly the same every time? All right, this is why I wrote the mental workbook. The mental workbook is about reminding yourself and conditioning yourself to continually be thinking about the object of your desire or the target of your obsession to the point that your brain will start to deliver you ideas and approaches for achieving that outcome that you otherwise would not have thought of on your own. That is the point of creating or plugging it into a system that you are systematically putting this desire slash obsession in front of your brain over and over and over again. Not hoping that it happens, not thinking that it's going to happen, not looking at you know, someone else to do it for you. You are doing it systematically. So there's a system to putting it in front of your brain over and over again to the point that you can't mess it up. That's the purpose of a system, folks. The purpose of a system is that human error cannot get in the way. This is why all of us could go work at McDonald's right now, have that place running smoothly by the end of the day. Not because we're geniuses, but because the system is so tight that you can't mess it up. That's the purpose and the value of a system. If you don't have a system, I guarantee you, you, with your flaws as a human being, are going to mess it up. Each one of us is a flawed human being. You alone is not a system. You plugging into a system will make you seem like a machine because your results will be consistent. Same thing, same way every time. Episode 2013. What systems also do is introduce you to other people, places, things, and opportunities. When you have a system for putting yourself in front of your desires, you get introduced to these elements that will help you get towards what you want. Has any of you ever been obsessed with something to the point that it seemed like random lucky things just start happening in your favor? Of course you have. If you can remember it, this absolutely happens. Why? Because you get on the same wavelength. You get on the same energetic vibration of the people, places, things, and ideas that you want. And they are attracted to you because y'all are both thinking the exact same way. You're on the exact same vibration. You haven't met a person and you just click with them after five minutes. Why? Because you and that person were on the same wavelength, the same vibration. You are literally vibrating at the same frequency. That's why it happens. In other words, folks, the universe will conspire to help you achieve the object of your desire if your desire is strong enough to turn into an obsession. All right. Maybe you've heard some people say that and it sounded very woo woo, sounded very hocus pocus. I'm explaining it to you on a logical level how this makes sense. Every human being is literally vibrating. You are literally vibrating right now. And the type of people who are attracted to you, they are vibrating on a wavelength that is similar to yours. That's why you and them are attracted. And if you haven't met somebody and they were saying all the right things, but it was just something about them that was off, uh, they might be thinking the same thing about you. Why? Because you and that person are vibrating on completely different frequencies. So there's disconnect. That's what happens. All right. How do you end up on listening to this show? Because there's something that I'm saying or the way that I'm saying it or an angle that I'm taking that the frequency at which I'm saying it and sharing it and the points that I'm making are resonating with you. Or what is the word resonate? Resonating is another form of saying vibrating. It's on the same wavelength. It's on the same frequency. Is resonating with you in a way that you are connecting with the message. And that's why you listen to the next episode and the next one. And you'll listen to the next one that I put out tomorrow. All right, the universe is conspiring to help you. That means you are getting on the same wavelength of the things that you want. I want you to understand, though, this only happens when you have a desire that turns to obsession. This does not happen when you have a cavalier attitude towards a want. 
you cavalierly want something is these things do not occur. Okay. The two ways to turn a desire into an obsession. There are only two strong emotionalization or habit of repetition. Ideally, you do both strong emotionalization. You have an emotional, strong desire, reason to do something. And you repeatedly give this message to your brain. Those are how you turn desires to obsessions. This is going to be one of those episodes I refer you to over and over again. Let's recap today's class, which is how to turn desires into an obsession. Definition of a desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something. Definition of an obsession, the next level, is to preoccupy or fill the mind continually, intrusively, and to a troubling extent to where people think you might be going crazy because you can't stop thinking about this thing. I want you to get to that level because when you turn something to an obsession, you pretty much achieve it, whatever it's going to be. Okay. So this goes back to what I talked about and the 12 working your game commandments, the right vehicle commandment. You got to choose the right vehicle for this just because you chose something to be a desire, but you don't have the elements, the ingredients to make that obsession happen. You chose the wrong thing. All right. Just again, if you're five feet tall, you want to be an NBA player. You chose the wrong thing to desire. All right. Choose the thing that matches your abilities. So you got to make the right choice about this. You got to be objective about yourself or talk to someone who can be objective about you. Point number one. Make it your dominant thought. Remember, the human brain is the most powerful tool known to man. You give it a job, it always delivers on a job. You give it mixed signals. That's what it's going to give you, mixed results. Any of you listening to this right now who begin mixed results in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your fitness, in your finances, is because you're giving your brain mixed inputs. That's why it's giving you mixed outputs. So if you're getting mixed outputs, I guarantee you this is the reason why. It's the source of your mixed output. Let's put it that way. So you change that, then the outcomes will change. Remember that the human brain takes everything literally. 85% of your thoughts are habitual and unconscious. You want to change this process that I just laid out that may be causing you issues. You got to do something that's unnatural, which means you got to get conscious and intentional about everything that you are thinking. This is a lot harder than it sounds. Point number two, find a desire to attach yourself to emotionally. You need this emotional piece to go with the logical thing. All right, it can't just be a logical desire. It needs to be an emotional reason why you want the desire. Anybody, you ever hear some motivational speaker say, what's your why? What's your reason? You need this. You do need this reason. That's not the whole game, but you do need this piece. What's going to keep you going when you get to the third day? That day you don't feel like getting out of bed. You don't feel like answering another call. You don't feel like knocking on another door. You don't feel like running another advertisement. You don't feel like trying again. What's going to make you do it? If you don't have an emotional reason why you want your outcome, the answer is nothing's going to make you do it. And that's going to be the end of your goal. Point number three. You must create a plug into a system that puts it in front of you continually, your desire, that is. This is why I wrote the mental workbook. This whole concept of creating a plug into a system is about reminding yourself and conditioning yourself to continually think about the object of your desire to the point that your brain will start to give you ideas and approaches that you otherwise would never have come up with on your own. It will also put you in front of people, places, things, and opportunities that will help you achieve your outcome that will seem like random luck and happenstance. They are not random luck and happenstance. They are you getting your brain on a certain wavelength and staying there long enough that you start attracting like a magnet, literally a magnet, other people, places, things, and ideas that will help you achieve the outcome of your desire. This is not hocus pocus. This is not woo woo. This is a real thing. It is literal science, folks. But you cannot do this if you have a cavalier attitude towards your desire. Two ways to turn a desire into an obsession are either by strong emotionalization or habit of repetition. Ideally, you are doing both at the same time. Save this episode because you don't want to listen to this one over and over again. Text me to get my daily motivation or weekly or whatever it's going to be every day to your phone, 305-384-6894. And if you would like somebody like myself to walk you through the process of how I help entrepreneurs take their business and their games to the next level and the mental game is part of it 
Then go to workonyourgame.net. I have a free training there. It's 28 minutes long, five steps for entrepreneurs and business professionals to take their business from one level to the next. It's 28 minutes at the end of that training. I will have a link there that tells you how you can schedule a call to talk to me. If that training sounds like we're on the same page, we're on the same wavelength from what you hear in that training, then schedule a call with me. We can talk about how I could help you implement that into your business. The training's free either way. That's at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.